What up, Fatherhoods Nation? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. They've got ill creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Not only that, but Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and all that. You can make a little paper from your podcast too with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one spot. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. This is KGB. What up, is DJ EFN. Yo, and this is your man, Manny Digital. Welcome to the Fatherhoods Podcast. Beats, rhymes, and diamonds. So tonight on the Fatherhoods Podcast, we got another special guest. We got Open Mike Eagle, and Mike is uh, man. He does a variety of of dope stuff. He is an esteemed and super dope MC, and I use the word MC, not rapper. And we can have a debate on that <laughs> another time. <laughs> but he's got a long he's got a, a long catalog. Um, he's also a comedian. You may have seen him on Comedy Central. Uh, he's in does a variety of different things in that world. And he's also uh, a podcaster. And from what I can understand, he's been in this in a minute. He's got a new podcast network and he's got a super dope show with Prince Paul called what it happened was that uh, I keep seeing all over the media outlets. So welcome. Open Mike Eagle. Thanks for having me, man. That's and you're a dad. So that's the most yeah, important that's the thing. Most important part. <laughs> that's real. That's real. Right. Yo, by the, way, that by, box. by the way, um, I, and I don't know who came up with the name for the for the podcast. Uh, what had happened was, but finally, I feel like somebody used that in in some sort of commercial sense. That that's dope because <laughs> you always hear it in like you know private conversation or in small yeah, yeah, gatherings. Yeah, yeah. But nobody, I don't think everybody put it out there to make make you yeah. think and shit. You know, <laughs> <laughs> me and Paul came up with it together. Um, you know, I, I borrowed that podcast format. Um, I listen to a lot of pro wrestling podcasts, uh, um, and there's a guy over there who, like, he started this kind of franchise of just taking somebody who's been around the business for a long time and interviewing them about, like, every pay-per-view they booked or every, mm. you know, event they called because they were an announcer or whatever. And um, he called one of those shows What Happened When. <sighs> and so, like, when it came to me and Paul, I'm like, oh, we should just do what had happened was because right. that's how... But I did come to find out that there was another black podcast, the name escapes me right now, but they had what they had had what had happened was as a segment on their show for a while. But that podcast is over with now. Gotcha. That's dope. So we usually real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I just I'm super curious. So your name, Open Mike Eagle. So Mike Uh Eagle is is your government from from what I gather. Michael Eagle. Yeah, that's my name. Okay, and then. The open mic part, is that like a, a hint at or just uh, showing respect to Project Bloat and where you come from in that sense? You know, it's funny. I actually had that name before I became like a fixture in Project Blow, but it really came from like me in college because I was just the guy who would rhyme everywhere. Like anytime it was somebody rhyming, I was there rhyming. Like I was the freestyle dude uh, and I used to host the the open mic poetry spots off campus too. Um 
so you know people just started calling me open mic and so um when i started actually trying to like make music i was just gonna be open mic but then i learned that there's an open mic there was an open mic in the demigods i think mm. um and an open mic out in germany and they was already rocking with the name so that's when i put the eagle on the end of it just uh. to, to differentiate mm. i thought it had something to do with being a comic I mean, a lot of people do, but I never planned to do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so it just kind of happened to be that um, once I did start doing that, people put that association with it. But that was never that was never part of the plan. Mm, okay, sorry, sorry about that. And before we jump into parenting, I, I just want to, I guess, gloss over because we don't have uh, all the time in the world, but a little bit about. You're just getting into music because mm -hmm. look, listening to your music and looking back at your catalog. I mean, you've been putting stuff out since since I guess the early 2010? 2000s, right? 2010. And I mean, nah, you well, I was in a group called Thirsty Fish. We put out our first record in 08. Okay. And um, I had put out a couple things before that that was just like kind of hand to hand, like you know, CDR type projects. But like like my first project that was pressed up with an insert and all of that, like that was 2008. Okay. And that's coming out of being in Project Bloat. And for those yeah. who don't know, that's uh, in L.A. It was the Good Life Cafe, right? And yep, that's what started. It was a Good Life Cafe uh, and everybody getting, to there, getting together there to rhyme uh, since like the late 90s or mid 90s. Uh, and then that shut down and they moved over to Project Bloat. And that's when I started to be part of it. Okay. Um, it's, it's like half a mile away from there. And it was a more like Good Life was actually like a health food store. So it was a lot of rules there and like no cursing and, you know, it was like that kind of environment where Project Blow, it was just like completely no gloves off, all like out. do whatever, all out. Yeah. So you was like, fuck that. I'm cursing. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah. I mean, every, everybody was. Yeah. <laughs> everybody was. So you, you out in L.A. now, you've been living there for quite a bit, but you're originally yeah. from Chicago. Is that right? Born and raised in Chicago. Yeah. So yeah. How, how and and if I'm... What Correct. part of Chicago? Yeah, South, south side. side, all over the South Side. Okay, that's yeah. textbook. You gotta say South Side, or there's something <laughs> wrong with you. Or it could be West Side for some people, but you know what I mean. But yeah, South Side for sure. Like it is, it is a, a badge, you know. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> and, and what what I find interesting, and, and I, I think we could just dive into kind of your um, background a little bit, just from a uh, parenting and your own yeah, personal sure. upbringing. But like, you grew up with your grandmother, yeah. is that right? Yeah, and then at yeah. some point. I think it was around college, maybe around, you know, after college, then you migrated to LA yeah. with your dad. Yeah. So, like, explain that dynamic. Cause I mean, we all too often we hear about, you know, grandmothers raising their grandchildren. Yeah. But what's yeah. the, what's the situation in your case? So, like, my mom was just kind of wild. I just had like a wild 80s mom. You know what I mean? She was kicking it. She was partying. She got in trouble with the law. Um, so she wasn't like, able to hold us down me and my sister so like her mom stepped in and was like i'm i'm holding this down um and my pops has always been in my life but my grandma never wanted me and my sister to be apart so like she wouldn't let neither of our fathers so we had different fathers me and my mm, sister God. she wouldn't let uh neither of us neither of our fathers come and take us away from the situation she wanted to hold us down um, which was great because because every I think you know like I said my mom was wild but when I think about it my pops wasn't super stable then either he was like uh, his primary job was he was like a door to door salesman back then uh, he was good at it but like that wasn't a stable lifestyle you know so what he I mean? was like a legal hustler yeah he was a for real a legal hustler right. 
for real illegal hustler. Um, yeah, so, you know, grandma held us down and, uh, yeah. And it's and just her? Was, so it's a single grandmother? No, no, no. It was her oh. and it was her and my grandfather. Oh, but, okay. like, it gets weird because later I found out, like, that wasn't our blood grandfather. That was just, like, the dude she was married to, but we didn't know all of that at the time. It was just, right. you know, our black families can have, fun. like, a lot of mess. Those are fun. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't find, I'm still finding out shit all the time. <laughs> And we got plenty of messes in the Latino world too. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like the same shit, just in a different language. That's yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Basically, that's all it is. <laughs> and you have one son, correct? Yeah, I got one son. Oh, look at look, he got mellow. Shit got yeah. shit got real. <laughs> <laughs> so how old is your son? Tell us a little bit about like you know that. He's eleven. Okay. Uh, he's eleven years old. Um halfway to twelve now. Um Sounds like you're counting those days. Halfway to 12. <laughs> 18, I, you know, here 20, we go. I got to say that, honestly, because I be forgetting how old he is. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I got to wait. Like, 11, right, right. But he's been 11 for a while. Am I saying it too long? No. Okay, he ain't 12 yet. Like, I, I got to keep all that in mind. Uh, he's got a very different... He's growing up. I think I'm overcompensating stability-wise. Like I'm trying to make his upbringing as stable as possible. Mm. Cause mine felt so chaotic, you know what I mean. And so, like, on, in one sense, I've been really happy at how like safe he is. Um, but on the other hand, I'm like, damn, he ain't really been through much either, <laughs> you know. And right. I'm I'm a little worried about that too. Like, you know, what I mean, I want him to be um, resilient in a sense, but he's not he's not having to see nearly the amount of of crazy shit I saw by the time I was his age. I think you bring up a valid point that I don't think we talk about enough that I think we're always probably all of us are overcompensating for the, you know, to give our kids what we didn't have. Mm-hmm. It's a, but it's I, a, I don't think you should worry about that. It's too stable or whatever, because, you know, life is life. Life is going to true. Throw all those fucking curveballs at them at some point. That's, real. The, That's the, real. the interesting thing with that is, and I go through this all the time, it's a constant um point of frustration in my house right because so i grew up in the bronx and Mm -hmm. my reality albeit not what your stereotypical bronx reality might be like it was relatively like cool safe like i didn't get exposed to like the craziest of shit like you weren't with billy blanco yeah nah me and and, and benny wasn't really popping oh benny Benny (laughs) but um but it's it's like that street element is is missing right Mm -hmm. but then i get i find myself getting frustrated and like telling them like yo y'all don't understand how well you got it and then true, after true. a few minutes i'm like and you yo, sound like an asshole i sound like <laughs> yeah, a right. dick right now like <laughs> like why does that shit even matter because you know back to the same point right like you're you're stressing about something that you've removed them from mm-hmm. you grew up Purposely. in that environment right and yeah. that that was your strategy you wanted right. better for them so you ended up in a better situation the the chances of them reverting to where you came from are slim so them needing those foundational like you know foundational elements is probably a lot less than but but you feel like it's a survival mechanism like you need them to have it i I just what i get concerned with is like Something happened to me. Something happened to his mom. Like right. If his if his situation changes drastically in some way, yeah. is he gonna be able to adapt? Because right now he ain't really had to adapt to too much. 
you know and that that's all I'm worried about like I don't want I don't want if 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 life somehow turns on a dime I just don't want it I don't want it to knock them down completely you know what I mean yeah. and I feel like the way I grew up I had to I had to shift and move a lot you know what I mean it, it wasn't good by any sense but it did yeah. like it, it gives me a place where I'm able to like ground myself if the world's going nuts I can like you know it'll be alright you know what I mean yeah it's a, it's a, it's a different set of tools that maybe you have that he maybe he has a whole different set of tools that you didn't have. True. Like True. that's the way we, we we really don't know these outcomes. It's like the equivalent of first world problems. Yep. You know. But but in the long run, we got to know that giving them that stability that we didn't have is way better off than what we. Got. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Like we, yeah, we like yeah, yeah we got the street knowledge tools, but I mean that ain't you know we don't want that for them to have right. to have those tools. We want them to have just enough. Right. Yeah, I guess I, I look at my son and and I think about the things that maybe he's. I mean, especially in this time where they see everyone in masks and we got to be careful and right. do all you know, take these extra precautions and that that is maybe having some some underlying effects for him in terms of. I told you guys we talked about this in previous episodes. Just in it, it, it comes out in weird forms of having you know getting nervous going to sleep and that kind of, you know those mm-hmm. kind of things. Um, so I think just putting myself in his reality or just, if, if those are kind of like the main things that, that he has to worry about, or he's worrying about like, well, damn, how many more days of summer break do I have left? <laughs> I'm feeling pretty satisfied in that as opposed to him worrying about like, you know, do I have a meal coming the next day? Right. You know, that kind of, that's that real shit. Of so, that's super real. That's real you know, shit. but on the flip side, I also look at him sometimes and you know, he does have a very stable life and we, and, you know, we've afforded him, uh, you know, built this kind of protective bubble for him in a sense. Um, but then sometimes we'll be walking down the street and, and I'll notice he's kind of off in his own world. And, and I'm thinking to myself, like, why do I have to keep reminding him to like stay away from people or make Mm. sure that he's, you know, looking for cars. Like he should just know this shit off the, so to me, that's, that can be a little concerning sometimes. It's like, man, you gotta gotta get out of your zone a little bit and just be more, uh, just know your surroundings a bit more. And that's the, I, to me, that's sometimes where I wonder, like, damn, does he have enough street smarts? Like, are we, is it we making it too easy for him? But then on the how, flip side, how old is your son? He's uh, he'll be he'll be eight um, okay. in mid August. So, I mean, he's still you know, look, he's still a little kid, but at the same time, I think about. You know, when I was that age, I mean, I was walking to school by myself, you know, back yeah, when I was a latchkey kid. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> and I wouldn't, I couldn't see my you son. can't even imagine that. that for kids now. No. So, but think about it. Like, would you let your eight-year-old go to school by themselves? Hell no. And and, right. think, and think about that shit, right? Because <laughs> I, I, I know Kay, myself, and E, we live in better circumstances than we did. And, and it sounds like you're the same, Mike. So, like, our circumstances, our surroundings are a lot better than where we yeah. came from. And we would still be like, nah, fuck that. We nah. walking the ass down the street. <laughs> yeah. They're not crossing right. the street by themselves until they 15, you know, like that right. kind of stuff. Right. But you know what they, pre- but at the end it push comes to shove, they could do it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I trip out on too? I was a latchkey kid as well. And what that meant for me, it wasn't so much like going back and forth to school myself until I got a little older. But even when I was super young, I used to get left in the house alone all the time. Same. 
like constantly, like every day for hours. Like my, my grandfather would pick me up from school. He dropped me off. He was still on the clock. So he dropped me off and he's back at work. My grandma's at work. I'm in the crib by myself for hours. Um, and I'm into everything. I'm opening every cabinet. Like I know the whole house backwards and forwards. You know what I mean? But I think about it. Like my kid, man, my kid has probably been alone like five hours total in his whole life. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? He ain't never by himself. And I think about that too. Like, I don't know. I just I wonder, I wonder if if that if that causes, you know, him to is if if there's something he's missing out on. By you know being attended to so damn much, you know. Yeah, I think my my kid likes. It's weird. He, there's times where he definitely expresses the want and the need to be independent and like let me handle this on like let me do this let me, let me handle this on my own let me go make some food that you know that kind of stuff. But then on the flip side, he's used to us being around all the time, and so he'll get mm-hmm. in that zone where he's doing something by himself, and then it's. Mom, Dad, where are you guys? <laughs> you know, <that> kind of <laughs> what do you do in that circumstance? Do you like let him swim, or you kind of go rescue him? Depends what time it is. Early in the morning. <laughs> depends what's in the morning. Yeah, he's he's on his own. <laughs> if he if he decides to get up and do do his thing. My, so I, I give you. I don't even want to share this, but I'm gonna share it in in the fatherhood's tradition. So. My son, <clears throat> my son thinks he knows everything. My son is seven. So, I've, uh, Mike, I got three kids. I got a 13-year-old okay. daughter, my seven-year-old son, and I got a four-year-old daughter. Okay. So my son acts like he knows everything. Like, you can't tell that brother shit, right? So <laughs> he he suffers from migraines. He gets it from my genes. Like, I, this is why I'm wearing these glasses. I'm not blind. These are like Blu-ray blockers. Damn, okay. Mm. And so the screen, you know, being in front of the screen so much now with COVID and all that has triggered mine and his migraines more and more. Mm. And so the more screen time you have, the eventuality is you're going to suffer a migraine, right? And so we've we've told him, we've, I mean, he's experienced it already. Like, it's, it's not a secret. Like, the shit's going to come if you still, you know, keep keep with the tablet or whatever it is so a couple of days ago he's like all in like from like when he wakes up till you know it's dark out he's in front of a device pretty close mm. in proximity to his eyes and then all of a sudden he like just puts the tablet down and it's like acting acting like he needs to go to sleep my son never wants to go to sleep <laughs> so as soon as he says i'm tired i need to lay down i was like oh it's on so, mm. so he comes back and he's like, f- like freaked out because it's, it's set in now. So it's you know the headache is pounding, like your eyes start to twitch and shit. Mm. Like you don't, you can't really see, and he's like panicking, and he's like, I think I'm gonna throw up, and that's typical. Like when you have an extreme case of this shit, like you start to feel nauseous and you're about to throw. Yeah, up. that's terrible. So, but we throughout the day we're telling him, yo. When you get this migraine, don't say shit. Own that shit. Oh, <laughs> Love that shit. Man, up, hug man. that shit. Right? The whole day, my wife and I, we like, yo, yo, yo. And finally, that shit sets in. So he's looking for help. Usually, when, <laughs> when, when you when you um, nauseous, we throw alcohol and we like put it in your, in your nose so that it can like take, usually it helps, right? 
Yeah. So he's like, somebody help me get the alcohol. We like crickets. And he's like, oh, he's like yo, <laughs> yo, like frantic. And we was like, yo, we told you, bro. Like, this is what it is. You want to be macho. You want to be the man. We we explained this to you hours and hours ago. So, so wait, before you get before you get to the payoff here, okay. let me just ask you real quick. So, <laughs> the, the whole, the idea of him, I guess, choosing to be on the devices all day. Is that something that you put in his hands to say like, yo, you make the decision about what you, you know, how much time you're going to spend on this versus doing something else? Yes. Simply okay. because my son thinks he knows everything and that he can manage everything. So we're Got like, it. cool. We're like, yo, you want me to set it up so that the alarm goes off and like, or the screen shuts down? Cause you know, they got apps to monitor all that stuff. He's like, no, I got it. I could, I could do it. I bet. Mm-hmm. So, Comes to the moment, and he's going through his shit. He throws up, and then he he goes back to his room, and he lays down. So typically what we have him do is, like, go to sleep, basically, and sleep it off. And usually that works. Like, he'll be cool. So he's, you know, he's frantic. He's going through, blah, blah, blah. And we're like, he looks at us, and we're like, <laughs> so he goes, tries to handle his business. He throws up. He starts to feel a little better. He knocks out for a little bit. He wakes up. He comes to us. And we're like, how you feel? He's like, oh, much better. Yo, he squats down and starts to watch TV. And we like, oh, damn. yo, for real, B? Like, after all wow. of that? And then he's like, no, I'm good. And then we like, yo, son, you was not good. <laughs> <laughs> you was not good. You were looking for all sorts of help. And now you act. And he's back to the same. Like, Oh, I got this. It's that's so like good. that's like the homie that drinks too much at the club. And right. He, you know, he go in the corner and throw up, and he's like, "Nah, I'm, I'm straight. I'm good." Right. <laughs> I found it going. again. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm waiting for that moment where my son's humility matures, mm. because it's not there yet. And you know, we're not going to put him in situations that are going to be detrimental to his health. We already knew this routine, so we were comfortable like <laughs> letting him swim a little and see what what happens. And it but was it tough. like you enjoyed it, though. Nah, nah, nah. Not at all. Don't, don't get it twisted. <laughs> don't let the hype demeanor fool you. We, was, <laughs> yeah, we, right. we were frantic, but we were like, yo, we got to stay the course because this is an unfortunate lesson, but it's one. In, but it's a lesson. Nonetheless. Yeah. So it's, it's just that kind of shit. Like, I have countless of these, but these are the moments where we're like, okay, I think we can achieve some sort level of growth in his understanding and just learning about himself to hopefully materialize into something better for how he makes decisions. Because right now we're not, we don't think he's there, obviously. I mean, he's seven, but there's, there's a lot of pain to to be had still. (laughs) That's real. How how trusting are you of your son's decision-making, Mike? Uh, how trusting am I? I mean, pretty cool but I, I think it's all based on him being in a very controlled environment you know what i mean like he there's very few unsafe choices he can really make at the moment you know what i mean like he don't like he don't have a choice on whether or not he go to school he don't have a choice mm-hmm. on whether or not he does his homework you know what i mean like yeah. but one thing one thing i will give him because you know he watches a lot of tv he watches a lot of youtube he watches youtube on his phone like wait i don't stop. feel like you he has a phone Oh yeah, he just got a phone. Well, see, okay, so this the thing. <laughs> uh, me and his mom split up last year. 
And one of like the things that we came to in that is that, okay, now he's got to have a phone because it's going to be times he's with me or times he's with you. And now he actually does need a device to communicate. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, But yeah, we we held off on that for a long time. (laughs) Um, But he watches YouTube uh, all over the place. uh, And and I, I trust him not to be like looking at stuff that's too crazy because up until now he really don't. And he's aware of things. He knows what's like out of bounds. And I'm sure he's like curious about things. But I don't I'm not I don't have to worry about him uh, making bad choices when it comes to that stuff so far. You know what I mean? When his hormones start kicking in, maybe it'll be different. But right now, like in (laughs) terms of what he. Yeah. <laughs> right now in terms of like what he consumes and what he looks into, like what he's reached, like I, I can trust him with all of that. You know? He's not gonna do nothing crazy in that arena. So far. That that trust yeah. factor is uh is a very yeah. challenging thing. <clears throat> yeah. You know, um I don't wanna mention his name, but one of our former guests and when he he'll come back on the show and he'll if he wants to tell the story, he could tell it. But you reminded me he said his son has um one of those game joints that you know handheld, handheld joints game joints that you can go online on them don't say game boy cuz that dates. no 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 i, I didn't want to date myself by saying game boy <laughs> but he said he caught he caught him already once looking at porn and then he caught him again and this mm-hmm. i think his son is around 9 wow yeah, yeah. what do, what do you do though like Yo, he, he that, I want him to tell the story, but he he ended up whooping him. Wow! Oh, really? I, and he, Damn. yeah, he told us the whole story, and it's pretty ill because his his son is active in sports, and that like they're just a big sports family, and all their kids are really active. And he gave him a choice. He's like, look, I'm gonna have to, you know. He said that this is one of the rare times that he's actually given a spanking, and he's like, I'm gonna have to spank you. I'm gonna give you the belt, actually. And he told him, um, you have a choice, though. You give up. The, he was about to go and play whatever. I think it was baseball. He was going to go and do a game. He's like, you can not do the rest of the season, and that'll be your punishment. Damn, that's that's tough. Or you could, or you could take this whooping. Yeah, I'm, take, I'm taking the whooping all day. You know, his, his son, he said, took the. And I want him to tell the story, but but I'll tell you the short version. And then he was like, he said, so I said, how did you decide how you know like how much to hit him and all that? Because I'm trying to figure that out. Like I'm probably not. I'm trying to stay away from from hitting my kids, but. You know, I'm, I want to hear all these different points of views. And he's like, well, I, I hit him. I give him a lashing for every year of his life. No, come on, son. Yeah. <laughs> and he told him, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit you with a belt. for You're going to get one for every year of your life. <laughs> and so he said, he, he and I go, so how did you go about it? How hard did you? And he goes, the first two, I just gave him some quick. Whack, whack. And he said hard. And then he told him, all right, you, only, you have uh, seven more to go. But you can you can quit the season and I won't give you the seven, you know, and his son crying, you know, wipes his tears and he's like, uh, all right, I'll take it. <laughs> you know, he ended up he ended up giving them all nine and uh and wow. yeah. <laughs> and I was just I, more I was more kind of taken back that he was looking at porn straight up on on the joint. Yeah. And that it's the second time he caught him. So obviously he's probably done it way more than those two times. Right. Um, you know, but I got I, my I got a little nephew, uh, same age as my son, and you know we went over there to visit him one time, and like him and my son was playing, and they got a little too quiet, and I walked back there, 
And it was like something like it wasn't porn, but it was like porn adjacent on TV. Right. And then like I looked, I looked at like the, you know how you can click the because it was somehow some way he had like a, a, a Amazon Fire Stick or something you can go on the internet on, mm-hmm. and it you know when you you click you put the cursor into like the address bar. And it shows like a bunch of the sites the that he's been to, yeah. and I'm like, whoa! <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but you know, the difference is that that's reflective of the environment he's in. You know, what I mean, he's in an environment that's got way more adult stuff in it. Uh, he's treated way more like an adult as a small child. Um, and so, remember, we was having that street smarts conversation earlier. That my nephew is super street smart, like. He can probably walk to school by himself, but that, that's the other side of that. Is now he also know about a bunch of grown shit, mm-hmm. and right. and if you leave him alone with a computer, that's what he gonna go to. Right. You know what I mean? Mm. I I just I'm I'm thinking about I'm I'm trying to put myself in those shoes, right? If I'm the dad and I catch my son in that, or, or God forbid, one of my daughters, even worse. Mm-hmm. Like what am I? Yo, and do? the porn sites today. Yeah, it's yeah. outrageous. There ain't no penthouse Ooh. magazine. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. No. That was like no, nothing, classy. nothing left of the imagination. No. Yeah. Yeah. That shit was classy back then. Now yeah. it's like it's some <laughs> shit that they put in your head that you just can't shake after a while. <laughs> like a kid with a good imagination on a porn site is trouble. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh they got this. Oh shit. It's insane. <laughs> But 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 I take it back to it. So like if I if I take it down a notch, right? Um, my son. <laughs> here we go back back to my son. So my son, <clears throat> we so we we can see like we have a pool in our in, in our house, and we can see from our our family room like what's happening in the pool. So my wife and I we just happen to be looking at at my son and my my eldest two in the pool, and then we see my son flip the bird. Like he raised his middle finger at his sister, and I'm tight. It's the first time I've ever seen him do anything foul like that. Granted, I've been flipping my bird since shit, <laughs> five years old, six years old, but he's seven, right? So I'm like, nah, what the fuck? And I look at my wife, and she's like, nah, I said it's cool. I was like, you said it's cool. <laughs> I was like, why is that cool? She's like, no, it's like. I think it's cool for them to bond and like you know siblings. Like, I'm I'm trying to understand. I'm like, all right, I'm not gonna wall out. Let me just see how this shit plays out. So he flips it again. So I open the window. I'm like, yo, he's right away. He's like deathly afraid because when I get involved, like he knows shit is real. So he comes out of the pool. He's like stuttering. He's like, because he knows I caught him, but he's not sure. So he's like, <laughs> <laughs> so he's like stuttering, stuttering, and then all of a sudden he's like. Uh, mom said it was okay and I was like alright go back in the water but I, it, it was it was shocking to me but then I you know my wife luckily my wife kind of intercepted me and I, I started to rationalize and I'm like hold on how serious is this really and then I start thinking and I'm like my son understands what he's doing which I think is the first step right like it's not something that I necessarily condone or want him to continue to do but if he's doing it in the privacy of our own home to his sister as a joke, I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna beat him up for it, right? But if he's doing it to, you know, some stranger disrespectfully, then I, then I have a problem. So that that's kind of where the rubber met the road in that scenario, and, and that's you know ultimately I was okay with it, but the context mattered a lot. 
Right. I, that reminds me when my son, we do a lot of controlled cussing. Like, what the fuck is that? Did like, I wait? Wait, did I just fuck like, up? Uh, oh shit! I did it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're like we we let him like this there, on special occasions. We let him get a couple off. You know what I mean? That's interesting. Like when like when Trump got elected, we let him say <laughs> fuck Trump. You know what I mean? Like we let him say, and we want we needed that. We all needed that as a family. You know what I mean? We all needed that shit. Yeah. Uh, we also. <laughs> When we all we went to DC once as a family, and we like we let him put his real middle finger up at the White House, like that. Type <laughs> yeah. of thing. Wait, so, what's what's the fake middle finger? Oh, the real. That's one. the other thing we do. The other Index? thing we do, we we let him put his ring finger up <laughs> in the middle finger style. Uh, okay. So like, if if he mad at, at NBA Two K, right, he can put his ring finger up to it, and it's the same sentiment. It's just a different finger. You know what I mean? And it works for all of us. It's a That's win-win. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and Yo, Mike, also, um, Yo, Mike, you need to he, write a book, Mike. Yeah. You need to write a book. <laughs> yeah. This is the last thing, though. Um, he, he raps, right? He raps all the time. Like, he freestyles constantly. Um, there was a time when he was like, he would rap himself to sleep at night. Like, he would be rapping and in the bed, and he'd freestyle till he fall asleep. Like, that's, <laughs> that's how he was getting down. Nice. Uh, but at that time... Um, and still to this day, we allow him, like, you can cuss in your room. You know what I mean? Like, if you away, you know what I mean, and, and you're not trying to do it loud enough, everybody in the house can hear you, you're full reign to say whatever you want when you're in your room, you know? And so, like, we give him a lot of ways to get steam off like that. So, you know, I, I, think, I think it helps to be not, not that big a deal where he's out in the world feeling like he got to do everything, you know? Damn. Those are some good techniques. Yeah, this yeah. is like... Yeah, this is fun. <laughs> Yeah, it's almost like you have to let them say do some of these things to take like demystify it. And yes, exactly. Right. That. Take the power exactly. away from it. Exactly. I, I always, I always struggle with, I, as you can tell, Mike. I, I curse plenty, and I, I don't do it as much. Like this is my sanctuary right now. I'm in the basement. I'm at the fa- with the fatherhood, so I let off more steam that way, and it manifests itself in curses. <laughs> right. And and. and some might say that's ignorance. I don't give a fuck. It just comes out <laughs> that way, right? So, but but my conflict is always like, and I, and I I appreciate what you just shared because it might change how I look at things a little bit in my own household. Because like if we think about it, like how bad are they really? Right. In, in the right context, right now. Now, if my kids are coming to me like, "Yo, Dad, fuck you, Dad," nah, son, <laughs> so, somebody's catching one. thing, right? Right. But if they're just letting off steam in their room and they're not doing it super loud, I, th- I think that's okay, generally. Yeah, I'm already fucking up. My, my daughter <laughs> hears me cursing and she repeats it. She's two years old. And I'm like, I'm like, motherfucker. And she goes, motherfucker. I'm like, and I just start smiling. I'm like, proud of her and shit. I'm like, She's, and then she sees me. So she goes, motherfucker, motherfucker. I'm like, yeah, you my baby. <laughs> We'll we'll let our son say like if if we slip and we start or we get upset about something we're, we're talking and we say something and he hears us we'll like let him join in the conversation and chime in like if you know if we're like oh that person's an asshole and he sees us and he's like can I say it I'm like yeah and he goes yeah you're a real <laughs> asshole <laughs> you know that kind of, <laughs> so they love the, the, he's part of it and you know he, that kind of thing that's dope okay love cursing with permission that's like their favorite shit. You know, yeah, all all bets are off. Like you know, the yeah. monkey that comes off their back as soon as you say yes. 
Hey, Mike, going, going back to, so you and your, your lady splitting up and your son being the age he is, how has he taken that? How did he? Oh, he took it real hard, man. Yeah, he took it. He took it awful. But and and that's part of what I was saying earlier too about how like he ain't never really been through nothing. That's really the first thing he'd been through, and and because it was the first thing he'd been through, because it like shattered um, every conception he had of like what like life was. Because life was always just a good thing. Like you yeah. know the the bad thing was if he didn't like what was for dinner. You know what I mean? Like right. that was the bad thing. Uh, now the bad thing was that like his parents are splitting up and he's got to live two places and all of this stuff that he just, he, his, he wasn't ready for none of it emotionally, psychologically, none of it. So, uh, I mean, he's, he's getting to be okay about it now. Like the days where we switch custody back and forth are still rough for all three of us. Mm. You know what I mean? They're like Mm. very emotionally charged. Mm. But uh, but it's it's way better often when we first told him. When we first told him, like, it was like months of like, who is this devil child? Suddenly, you wow. know what I mean? Like, right. he he just he couldn't. He was angrier than he had a way to process. Right. Like he was angrier than words. Like, and and it just took him a long time for it to actually move through him, where he could like learn to accept a new reality. Yeah, it's got to be tough because it's done in his whole world has changed and exactly yeah damn how how does that um how's your relationship with his mom so like obviously you guys are split but like did you was it i hate to use the word easy because that shit is not easy but like was it amicable for you guys to settle on what the routine was going to be moving forward yeah, um, and, and it, yeah, it wasn't easy, but it was it was cool. It was conversational. Uh, we were able to negotiate, you know what I mean, until something felt right for both of us. Because uh, we don't hate each other. It's just you know what I mean. We just yeah. was trying, 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 and it didn't, didn't work, work out. out. You know what I mean. So like, we still have a lot of like. There's a lot of goodwill to making sure and understanding that this is rough on all of us. So trying to make it as easy as possible and, and trying to make sure neither of us are being too selfish about it. And it sucks. It still sucks because it's like conversations you just don't want to have. Yeah. You know what I mean? But um, but it's it it has gone as 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 smoothly as you could imagine something like that go. You know, that's, that's great. Were y'all having arguments leading up to all that in the house with nah, your son around? Like nah. That's that the, the other end? thing. Yeah, right. He was caught completely off guard. Okay. Yeah. Completely, because we we never he never saw not nothing, no nothing. So that's the other thing. He just couldn't understand it, you know. Right. And in a lot of ways, he still don't because he don't understand like adult relationships. Yeah, yeah. He just he don't really get it. So like to this day, he's like he would say, I, "Y'all never fought. Like, what is going on? Like, like, what are you telling me? Like, that sort of thing, you know." Damn, that is tough. So I, I have a hip hop question for you. Word. Um, I think from 2010 to about 2019, every year you put something out, mm-hmm. with one exception. Something happened in 2013 that you missed the boat, <laughs> or at least I didn't see anything publicly listed. So my yeah. question is, what happened? 
I put an EP out that year. Boom! My resources suck. <laughs> but but the reason the reason you can't see that though is because that EP never made it to like streaming. You know what I mean? Okay. So like you know like in this this phase that don't exist suddenly. You know right. what I mean? Right. But it was like a it was like my last. Uh, like I think it was, I put it on Bandcamp, and I had CDRs, and you know, what I mean, but that was my project that year. See, that's that, that's that Midwest hospitality right there, because you could have just shat all over me, but you just said because <laughs> my research game is trash. But you politely, <laughs> politely walked nah, me to the hey, middle there, and you're in the tech world, right? Man. Also, <laughs> right? But but also, like I'm telling you, I do I do a lot of interviews, and it ain't often anybody knows anything about my 2010. You know what I mean? So so I appreciate that part. Right, I'll take I'll mean? take that. I'll take that. <laughs> What's your son think of your music? Is he exposed to it? Yeah, he's it's funny though. See, this is this is a real funny part, right? So like we raised my son on a healthy helping of indie rap. Uh wait, wait, wait. You cut shit. out for a second. What? Indie rap, you said. Indie, indie rap. rap. Okay. Indie rap. So like my shit, um Shabazz Palaces, uh MF Doom, um all of that, right? Like and that's what he would, you know, like he, he jump in the car, he'd be like, "Oh, throw this on, throw that on." Joe, he he Man, he must have heard Drake for the first time in like 2015, something like that. He ain't never looked the other way since. <laughs> he never looked the other way. Like he, the yo, sugar was sweeter. <laughs> yo, for real, he heard. He heard how you could hear every drum and every hi hat, and like you know what I mean. He's like, He's like no, this? I want this. Like for real, that he could really. T- <laughs> he could. He could really tell like the production value. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. He never. He never looked back. So, but now this. He's. He's a little monster now. Like what? Like. So you know what he does on his phone? Let's like we were other day we were at the grocery store and we we're waiting a long line. You know with COVID, like grocery stores and the, the, the checkout lines are long. We got a, a a cart full of groceries and he pulled out his phone and he's like, "I'm just gonna look at the Billboard charts." Damn! <laughs> like for real, wow. he know he know everybody on the Billboard charts. He know <laughs> yo he know. How many monthly listener, listeners every popular rapper has on Spotify off the right. top of his head? Yo, we don't know that for this podcast. Does he want to be? <laughs> no, nobody should know this. Does he want Does he want an internship? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know, but that he's he's in that phase, like, and he he really loves rap music. He loves popular rap music, though. Like he's learning about the world. Like you know what I mean? Like he's learning about what's popular. Like he's. And whatever he's consuming, he likes to know what the most popular thing is. So he's the same thing with YouTube. Like he's looking at YouTube videos. He's trying to find like who's got the most popular channels. And and like in one sense, I really don't like that because that's like the antithesis of like it negates right. my own career. Right, right, <laughs> like, right, 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 right. All, all the time. Like because he'll be he'll be shitting on somebody with like. Uh, two million monthly <laughs> monthly listeners, you know what I mean? Damn. And I got like two hundred thousand. Like, that shit's he, underground, <laughs> right? And he, you know, I got two hundred thousand. <laughs> but that's 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 just where he is. I don't I don't know what what words you call that, or but that's that's where his attention is. Like that's what he's he's on. Like he's on what's what's most popping. Like he wants to be on what's most popping. And it don't mean he necessarily likes because like now he's sophisticated to the point. Where he be shitting on Drake 
You know what I mean? But right. then, but now he, now he's on to like you know the Uzi Verts and mm-hmm. Lil Skies and Polo G and like these young cats. But that more relates to him, and he thinks that music is more exciting. He knows Drake is at the top, but he's right. really more about these other these other up and coming guys that are all really huge per any of my standards. It'll probably come full but, circle like most kids that grew up with their parents' music. Yeah. It'll probably come back full circle. It's nostalgic to him and it's like yeah. oh, these are the joints. Right <laughs> oh, here. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> are his friends into the same stuff? Do, do you catch them talking about yeah. sharing yeah. music and everything? Yeah. Yep. Yep. A lot of his friends, um, they really they really bond over music and showing each other music, which can get awkward for me because we let them listen to music with all the curse words in it. You okay. know what I mean? So sometimes like, yeah, you know, when things were normal and we oh yeah, um, such and such, his classmate is on his basketball team, so we're gonna pick him up and take him to the game with us. And we're playing the kids' <laughs> playlist in the car, and I'm looking in the rearview mirror like, Ugh. <laughs> "Oh, we need to talk to this kid's parents about what he's about to go back and tell them he heard in our car," you know. But 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 he does bond with his friends over over music a lot. Like they they talk about artists they like and songs they like and and all of that. Yeah, my wife gets mad at me sometimes because she's like, aren't you supposed to be the music guy? Like, how come you're not letting him hear all the new stuff? And, you know, I feel bad for him because all he's got to talk about with his friends is his favorite songs are Grandma's Hands by Bill Withers and Hired <laughs> <by> Stevie Wonder. Because <laughs> <You know? laughs> that's what he, that's what, that, that's what he's been, that's like we've all been listening to as like a family and like he's in yeah. piano classes. So he's learning how to play Superstition and Grandma's Hands and all this stuff. That's the kind of stuff he's into. And then, my wife's like, are we, you know, are, he's going to be neglected from, you know, his friends got to know all the popular music. I'm like, ah, he'll be, he's, he'll be he's, he's got plenty of time to, to, yeah, to and that's the thing. It was, you that. said, you said he's seven, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It was right around that time when my son like fully switched over. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, nah, nah, no more of that dusty shit. So with that being said, you got to give us your top five. MCs. Jesus. Five? Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Let's keep it. Let's keep it to five. Uh damn. Okay. So 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 now I gotta ask, do you mean who I think are the best or who are my personal favorite? Your, Your personal. personal. Your personal. All right. So Doom. Um damn. Pharaoh. Um Breezley Bruin from Juggernauts. Mm. Uh, uh Black Dog. Mm. Uh Damn, who would be? Uh, who's the fifth one? Who's the fifth one? I I probably gotta say Common. I probably gotta say Common. Shit, I thought okay. you was gonna drag that out for a second and say Kanye because I have a presidential. <laughs> <laughs> either way, he would have. He was going Shy Town either way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, had, I had to go. I had to go home. I had yeah. to go home for the last one. I ain't mad at that. And Breezy, you would you got on your podcast with paul you guys were talking about him on yeah. the uh prince among thieves right he, yes yeah absolutely okay. yeah i think breeze man yep. breeze is like a perfect like you know just in terms of writing and delivery and just like presence and all that like breeze i felt like his shit was always like perfect he's fucking just nailed it every time i i, I got a presidential question since we're talking about mm-hmm. kanye presidential? yeah presidential oh. <laughs> oh man, uh, you're not going there, are you? Uh, how, how you feel about how you feel? You a Chicago guy? Oh, how man. you feel about all this uh, presidential conversation around your man Kanye? I think he needs a lot of help, and very quickly is what yeah. I think. I think I think like I don't know what's going on. I don't like it. I hate that it's like it feels like an album rollout, mm, but it also like 
it also feels hella harmful though. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I feel like you're playing games with people's like sensibility. Like we already we in COVID, we in heightened racial injustice protest uh, territory. We all on edge already. Don't fuck with people right yeah. now. Like that's my yeah. main thing is don't fuck with people right now. Like we don't need it right now. Like I, yeah. I'm telling like. I was, I was, I was. Yeah, everyone hates each this. other already, so we don't need. Yeah. You know what I'm it's like. I was, I was, I was, uh, I was having a conversation last night, and I said, like, to me, the best thing Kanye could do for an album rollout is not say shit and mm. just drop an album, because mm-hmm. then I might actually listen to That's it. That's a fact. But whenever he fucking opens his mouth, <laughs> like I'm not <laughs> listening to your shit because I don't know what the fuck you're about to say to me. Yeah, right? what fucking you know bomb is about to explode in my face right <laughs> yeah, now? Exactly. Yeah. Damn. You know I'm always like I'm a Kanye fan and I try to Me too. find the yeah. the light at the end of the tunnel and try to like figure out his psyche of what's going on, but it's definitely it it, it it's hella dark what's going on right now and it's scary and, and, and you know I just hope that someone around him kind of like takes care of homie man. Yeah. It's almost it's almost just he's basically just a sign of the times just in terms of mm. how yeah. Everything flip flops every day, and he's scary, and you don't know what's coming next. Just yeah. I, I just I, I kind of go to my happy place, and I say, "Yo, maybe he was right," because he's always been talking about like I'm so far ahead of everybody mentally that people need to catch up to me to understand where I'm at. I'm hoping mm-hmm. that's true. Maybe the insanity we feel right now about him, we'll we'll figure out in 20 years. I doubt it, thing, but that's what that's what I'm hoping. Either that, or he definitely needs the meds, and that's <laughs> yeah. and that's real, you know. What yeah. I mean? So, yeah. and my whole thing is this, man, because I feel I do feel like there's a lot of people that are trying to translate what he's saying into something that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but my whole thing is like, <clears throat> if he's saying some shit that's good, and he's saying it the wrong way. Tell him to say it better. <laughs> like, tell him to say improve it in song. communication. <laughs> His do something is impeccable, yeah. so say it in song. Yeah, do, but, but you know, he, he wasn't writing a lot of his own rhymes to his career yeah. either. So, like, yeah. you know, now, like, is somebody else writing his rhymes now? Is it still, um, what's his name from Good Music? I forgot the cat's name that was writing a lot of his more recent Rhymefest? stuff. No, not Rhymefest. Rhymefest was writing a lot of the old stuff. Right. And then, oh, uh, um, what? What's his name? Not a. I think he's from Detroit. Maybe I can't remember the Not dude. Sci High. Yeah, Sci yeah, High. Sci High was writing a lot of his stuff, and, yeah. I, and I, I don't know. Is Sci still writing his stuff? Who, I don't who think is? So. Or is he writing his own? Like, you know, all of the, all of those questions, all that stuff is up in the air. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, we hope he. We hope he's good, man. Hope yeah, he, absolutely. You know, yeah. We, we want the best. We don't want to like, see disaster. <laughs> right. He's he's legit a hometown hero for me. Like they're really like aside from Common and Twister, who both had to like go away to get on. Like and Kanye yeah. kind of did too. But he he's shown the light back on the city in a way that I feel like mm-hmm. is responsible for you know Chance and No Name yeah. and Saba and everybody else is coming up right now. I feel like Kanye sparked a lot of that. He really was like a hometown hero and like. We rocked with him. And so, like, it's really rough seeing this right now because mm. we still, in our hearts, want to rock with him. But, like, you know, we don't know what's going on and we can't rock with a lot of stuff he be saying, you know? Yeah. 
Outside of COVID, have you taken your son much to Chicago back and forth at all? He's been a few times, but he was a lot younger then. We need to get him mm-hmm. back out there. Yeah. You you guys, you, you reminded me of something and, and talking about some of the stuff we were talking earlier. You think that our kids in the future are going to tell their kids, oh, you don't have it rough. You know, I, I, went, I grew up in the COVID era, you know, in the <laughs> yeah. Trump era. Kanye was losing it in my era. You know, like, <laughs> Like, imagine yeah. that's what they use as, you know, the, their hardships that they went through. It's true, because th- th- this, what we're going through right now, like, I never saw this before in our lifetime. Yeah, no, I've no, seen no. some yeah, shit. Like, you know, yeah. you know, went, we lived through the crack era, and it wasn't this right. bad. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Yeah, real shit. <laughs> like, real shit. Yeah. You know what's funny about that? Like, I think about when I was growing up. So, Mike, my, my parents immigrated from the Dominican Republic, and they had it relatively rough. Like, my father... For a long stretch, didn't really have any shoes. Like he would barefoot mm-hmm. walk for miles and that kind of thing that you, you know, you hear about, but you can't really pl- find somebody that you know that actually lived through that sometimes. And um, I, I never felt like I feel like I talk more about my rough upbringing than my parents did. Mm. And so it's interesting for my kids to say that. I I'd be curious. If I was in the room and they said it, I'd be like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's probably what I would say. I don't give a fuck if I have no teeth. That's probably what I would say. <laughs> but then they could, you know, my parents would come around and be like, yo, come on, dog. Like, really? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Man. All right. Well, Mike, just so you know, EFN has, uh, he's got a, a two-year-old, but he also just recently had his, uh, his son who's, yep. what, going on a month now? He's two Ooh, months into two months. the ninth. Of two August. months. Wow. Okay. So both both of your kids are mad. Second young. Of August. Yeah. 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 Wow. Okay. So well, he's well, he's well. he's yeah. going through it right now. And yeah, you ain't sleeping much. Nah. <laughs> it's 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 been pretty <laughs> hectic. Yeah. Uh, pretty crazy. We're gonna, we're gonna right. let you go, E. Because <laughs> we know you got to get back to it. Well, yeah. I, I have to ask this question because I do it in pretty much every episode. When are you having your next kid, Mike? No, oh, never, don't never, never, never. <laughs> This guy's trying Never. to make everybody Dominican. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm scheming on getting a vasectomy as soon as I'm oh! scheming on. Oh, damn, he took it there. I'm trying to figure out how to get it done, G. I, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Mike, Mike and I are part of the one and done club. That's I'm it. Saying. That's <laughs> it. Straight to the league. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's dope. I like that. Yo, Mike, man, it was a yeah, pleasure, Mike. brother. Yo, yeah, yeah. Likewise, man. Thanks for having me on here. Wait, before Anytime. before we, this is a great conversation. Before we let you, you want to come come through, man. We'll, we'll love to uh, continue. Chop it up. Hell yeah, hell yeah. There's always more to chat about. Yeah, <laughs> for, yeah. fatherhood, for life. Like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yo, at least till like eighteen. But yeah, but yo, tell tell the people where they can find you at. What what uh project they should be looking out for, like. The new song, the new podcast, all word, that good stuff. Word, yeah. I uh, just dropped a song called Neighborhood Protection Spell. That's all over uh, streaming services. Uh, the biggest thing is the podcast. Uh, me launching my podcast network, Stony Island Audio, with the show What Had Happened Was, where I interview uh, Prince Paul every week about one of his classic projects. Oh. Uh, we've done a Three Feet High and Rising episode. We did a Grave Diggers episode. Uh, we did a Prince Among Thieves episode. Uh, we got. I don't, when is this air? Next, next, next Tuesday. Week. Yeah. Next Tuesday. So then by that time, the, the episode will be out on uh, his projects with Chris Rock, where he run Grammys producing mm-hmm. comedy albums. Nice. 
yeah, so and that's that's coming out every week. So check for that wherever you get podcasts. Thanks. All right, brother. Yeah, man. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate yeah, man. y'all Thank too. You. For sure. For sure. All right, brother. Peace. Peace. All right, peace. Yo, be a father. If not, why bother, son? A boy can make him, but a man can raise one. Be a father to your child. 